0: Today we deal with an entitled parent on Valentine's Day. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, the story how my grandparents destroyed my trust in them for only 3,000 euros. Little information before we start. I'm 17 years old and have a sister who's 20 years old. On April 14th, 2022, my father passed away due to internal bleeding. My parents divorced years ago, and since then my father's lived alone. My father lived in a big house next to his brother and a few houses away from his parents. The house was built by my father and mother together, my father's parents already had a great influence when the property was being built, in the choice of property, the architectural style, the color, and much more, not on a full level of violence, but through psychological tricks. My mother often spoke about the actions of my parents, like how they mocked my mother's miscarriage, but I was young and didn't notice any of it. From time to time, I lost contact with my grandparents. My grandfather was the only one who really cared that my sister and i came to them the funeral when the day of my father's funeral came i just stood there like a stone that couldn't move i burst into tears as the coffin was lowered into the grave now follow something that my mother told me days later my grandfather came to my mother at the funeral to negotiate about the tractor she immediately rejected him at the funeral dinner he slipped me money which i didn't understand but it doesn't matter grandparents tactics When the summer holidays were as Julie August, the grandparents tried only to have contact with me. I came by and drank coffee and talked with them. They often mentioned the topic of inheritance. You must know, my father owns the house in the city and a house in the country with agriculture which he leased. He also owned agricultural machinery such as tractors, trailers, log splitters, and other stuff. As stupid as I was, I told them everything because they're my family. What should they do? I felt happier having more contact with my grandparents again, but didn't understand why they didn't want to spend as much time with my sister. Time passed and they got in touch less often. Suddenly the big surprise. They reported to my sister she should come and sign something. My mother knows them and didn't recommend signing anything, so we said no and didn't sign. So they called my stepfather to negotiate with him about the tractor. My stepfather only said, I can't do anything about it because I'm not their father and I have no power over the inheritance. My grandfather then ended the call angrily. It became clear to us that they were using me to find out what was inherited and wanted to persuade my sister, who's of legal age, to transfer the tractor. Why? Because of my better cousin. He studied, so he's better than my sister and me, and he needs the tractor because he's building a house. The plan didn't work. Plan B is needed. You wanted to buy the tractor. It's worth 3,000 euros not like that they wanted to bargain it down to around two thousand euros bargain with their own grandchildren as a reason they gave that the money gifts that we should have received over the years are enough not with us my trust collapsed and i didn't want them to visit anymore and they didn't want anything to do with me anymore next came the wood splitter which they also wanted because the cousin had a wood stove their first tactic was to claim that my father had already made a contract and they get it for free But the log splitter is inheritance, so it doesn't belong to them. Only conclusion, they unlock the shed because they still have a key, take the tractor's battery with them and store the log splitter in their shed. My mother took matters into her own hands and threatened to report theft. All in all, they were betraying my trust to pull my sister and me over the table. All because they prefer my cousin and he's better that way. Since then, I've had no contact at all with my paternal family side. The reason I'm even writing this is because every now and then I'm woken up by aggression toward my grandparents. My family, friends, and neighbors are shocked how a family can be so destroyed just for 3,000 euros. The morals! Not even in the family you can trust a person. Now, one year later, I still hate my grandparents and miss my father. P.S. This all happened in a period of three months from the beginning of my father's funeral. Sadly, inheritance and potential, very loose potential access to money can really make people act out and show their true colors. There's not much better bait churning that starts the shark frenzy like there does a family member passing away that had a noticeable inheritance. Also hi, I'm Steven and if you can't get enough of hearing of these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is... Entitled father wanted to benefit from killing my mother. It's been a year, four months, one week, and four days since my mom has passed due to COVID. Even sharing this now I'm having a hard time, but I'm hoping that letting it out will help with grieving. When she first tested positive while working at the VA Northern California Healthcare System in Oakland, I told my father to take my mom to be seen by a doctor and to get her help. She passed away eight days later. She never told us how bad it was just for us to stay away so we don't get covid from her my father is a navy veteran medically and mentally ill and he's a trump supporter who drank bleach literally he threatened to divorce her if she got vaccinated with the mark of the beast and adamantly told his children that we will all die if we take it during her last days she had reached out to my father's siblings to beg them for help convincing him to take her to the hospital or for them to take her the morning before she passed his sister was able to convince him to take her she lost consciousness when she arrived and she was immediately admitted to the icu she passed away a couple of hours later on october 9, 2021 at twelve twenty-eight p.m i contacted the funeral home to make arrangements gave my apartment to my youngest sister and moved back in to take care of my father i then arranged and coordinated to have a funeral in america and her home country simultaneously so that her family that weren't able to come to America could still attend. My aunts deserved to see their sister buried. That was non-negotiable. My mom's friends started a GoFundMe, which funded her celebration of life both in America and in her home country. My father has a lot of health and mental issues. My mom was his primary caregiver. When I moved in, I took care of him physically, mentally, and financially. I made sure he ate, took his meds, didn't pop himself with my mom's guns that he made her buy because he couldn't qualify to get his own and paid all of our family bills food gas mortgage car notes electricity water cell phone bills to name a few i also finance our youngest sister's living and school expenses while she finished nursing school all while i'm trying to maintain my own bills and household during that time my father felt more entitled than he already did He wanted to tell me what to do, but admitted that he doesn't know what he's doing when I do exactly what he says to show him, it won't work or doesn't work that way. He also wanted me to pay for everything by myself while he had over $5,000 in income every month, on top of what my parents had in savings for a rainy day, which was substantial. There were several straws that broke the camel's back, per se. Aside from wanting me to do as I'm told, but wanting me to take care of everything he's unable to in his grief, he kept pushing the issue of cutting off my youngest sister. He insisted that she's an adult and should be able to take care of herself if she would have made better decisions. This coming from the same adult who's not able to take care of himself due to long-term alcohol abuse. I've tried over and over again to explain that our mom was generous enough to have supported my brother and I and that we wouldn't be where we are in life without her support. Because my sister is much younger than us, she didn't get the opportunity to receive the same amount of support we did and deserves to. She wasn't working at the time and only had several months left of nursing school before graduating. I'm very proud of her. The next straw that broke the camel's back was when I had asked to transition from me paying all of his bills to using his own income to pay for his own bills instead of just hoarding as much as he could. That's when Crab went downhill fast. He argued that I'd have money if I didn't support my sister. I argue that he has his own money to use that he's not currently using while I pay for everything. He said he'd pay me back if I gave him an itemized list of bills that I paid for which I gave him a copy of several times, but never saw a dime. Not that I was expecting anything. I just wanted to give him what he asked for so he couldn't say I didn't. I told him I couldn't continue supporting him and that I needed help paying their bills. He asked about the GoFundMe donation and told me to use that to continue paying for everything. I tried explaining to him how much was donated and how much was spent on funeral expenses. He exploded. We were at the top of the stairs when he started yelling inches from my face that the donations were for him and that I had no right to use it and, in his rage, almost hit me like he used to do frequently when I was a child. He forgot that I was an adult now and he's not as strong as he used to be. Short of me throwing him off the balcony, my now husband stepped in to remind my father that there's no way in heck he'd sit back and watch him hit or hurt me like he wanted to. We moved out days later. That same month, he reported to the bank that my mom had passed and they closed her accounts. He then called the police to report that I cleaned out her accounts before closing it and stole thousands of dollars. After a long investigation by the police, they had the bank explain to him that the accounts were closed by him when he reported that she had passed and that they sent a check out to him in the amount of what was in all of the accounts. He then reported my car that was under his name stolen. After yet another long investigation, the police concluded with video and testimonial evidence from the dealership that the car was not stolen and that he had bought the car with the intention of having me drive it. Shortly after, I got into a car accident, unrelated, that totaled the car which he got a check for from the insurance company because it was under his name. I've since bought my own car without his help in any way, shape or form. When none of his police reports panned out, He resorted to calling my job to have me fired. He told them I was using drugs. I worked with SPED students and was routinely drug tested. When he started showing up to my school, I was let go because he's made it an unsafe situation for any students to be exposed to. He then started showing up to my apartment to break into my car and leave things on my front door to let me know he came by. He attempted to break in once, but my dogs prevented him from entering intact. We've since moved to another city and he no longer knows where we live. I've cut off all communications with him. I've since gotten married and given birth. Family members and my mom's friends keep asking if my father's met my child or if he knows he's a grandfather. My mom shouldn't have allowed an abusive alcoholic around her children. I'll not allow him to be around mine. What really shocks me is this guy clearly has enough finance to support himself yet he just wants more and more and wants to try to make sure to do whatever he can to get his hands on anything, even if it comes at the cost of cutting off their own children. Our next story is, am I the jerk for being mad that my dad parents taking over two thirds of my car accident settlement? 17,000? Just some context, I'm 18 year old female living in a house with multiple siblings, two parents and a grandparent. We're not struggling with money. So to make a long story short, I was struck head on by a drunk driver, 60 miles per hour, about 4 months ago leaving my car and his totaled. He was uninsured but my parents did in fact hire a lawyer and our insurance did buy me a new car. We recently got a call stating that I would be granted $17,000 as a settlement for the lawsuit, which is not at all the problem. The problem is that my parents are demanding that they get $12,000 and I get $5,000 which wouldn't be an issue not considering my circumstances. I've worked five days a week since the day I turned 15, bought my own phone, paid for all my gas and food, etc. And I'm a senior in high school planning to graduate this year. My parents have not let me apply to any university college due to the fact that online community college is cheaper. Back to the settlement, I asked if I could use this money for college as I don't wanna live in a 1200 square foot house with five other people anymore and to follow my ambitions. And I was flat out told no, and that I'm in fact ungrateful and that I didn't deserve a penny. They told me I should feel lucky to even be getting 5,000 even though I was in the accident and have been left with injuries that continue to affect me. The 12,000 they plan on taking will be put towards stuff around the house. Please give me some insight because I'm stuck. Did they pay for the car? What actually do the parents own in this situation? OP also clarified they didn't pay for the lawyer. The lawyer took their fees out of the settlement which was originally 25000 So I don't get why OP shouldn't get all of this money and yeah, putting it towards college would be great. Our next story is, I just realized my father is an entitled male Karen. This just came as some messed up revelation. Here it goes. A couple weeks ago, I took my sister's car to a workshop for maintenance early morning. After getting a call from the workshop that the car was ready, I tried to take the car back myself, until here comes Entitled Pops. Again, I was meant to pick the car up by myself, until he butted in. We went back to the workshop together, I was given the car back, paid for the maintenance, and that was just about it. It took a few minutes to get my sister's car, until I needed to take the car for a regulatory checkup. Cue the following scene. As soon as I was getting details on what was needed to double check with the car, father comes in and then begins yelling at the one who gave my car back. Yes, employees mess up every now and then, yet this doesn't justify my father behaving like some entitled moron, calling names on the personnel of that workshop. I couldn't help facepalming myself, as this isn't the first time he behaved like this. Okay, I've let crap slip because I was running short on time for the regulatory checkup, which would take me an hour or so to drive to their offices. I continued driving while playing music in a pointless attempt to forget that cringy moment, but then my father went on another of his tirades about how people are idiotic punks who ain't worth a freak. All for the hour the entire trip lasted. Then I made it to the environment department offices where the car would be checked. It took an hour or so until the results of the car were fetched. Fair enough, the car passed and it can still run without us getting fined for the time being. After the results were good, it was time to beat it to my sister's place to return the car. I thought this would be a relaxing return home trip. Big mistake. Pops went on another rant. This time the topic of his rant was my older sister, owner of this car, and that she's a sloppy R-word. Remember, I mentioned that people mess up every now and then. This was pretty much the same thing. I was already fed up with... Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Untitled tirades the straw that broke the camel's back was when after talking crap about my sister he threw some nasty remarks about me and a friend i would play music with every now and then saying that i was going nowhere with friends like that as a response to his tirades i instinctively yelled something in the lines of yep i know everybody freaking sucks now shut the freak up The rest of the trip was absolutely tense, with my father staring daggers at me for yelling at him to shut up. Almost on the way to my sister's place, he only asks me to drop him off by a supermarket, which I did before I would finally hand over the car. I've been thoughtful about previous times he's behaved like an entitled moron and making us cringe at his attitude. I know this is kind of weird to say, but like at least he's the kind of person that only talks behind people's backs. What I mean by that is... When OP called them out and said, I know everybody sucks, now freaking shut up. They didn't like blow up on OP or they didn't get like physical. They just stared daggers and the next person they can talk bad about OP to, they probably will. But at least they're not like overly confrontational. This next story is, Aunt Entitled Mother Demands I Introduce Her Son to Lil Tracy the Rapper? Okay, from the title alone, there's a lot to unpack here. First off, this story is a part 3 from a long rivalry I've had with my entitled aunt and her efforts to force me to share my success with her son, my cousin. The last story was posted a year ago and to catch you up to speed, I had a YouTube channel that did somewhat well for a while and my aunt first off wanted my cousin's videos posted on it to show off her son's videos and then later on demanded that it should be deleted because I decided to share that incident with you guys. To catch you guys up on what happened since then, I found myself not enjoying YouTube as much as I thought I did, and ventured off to a new passion in making music videos for music artists. Long story short, I've been able to network with some very talented people, and it was through those connections I've gotten to meet and snapped photos with big names, such as Lil Tracy, Ill Chris, and B.O.B. One night I'm at an after party in Seattle, and Lil Tracy's also at the same party, And, of course, I snapped some photos with him and posted it on Instagram. Who wouldn't? Anyways, months down the road, my cousin, bless their heart, thought it was a good idea to share that with my aunt because he loved Lil Tracy. Didn't want anything out of that, just wanted to share with his mom that it was cool seeing me with one of his favorite rappers. Anyways, getting into what happened, one day I'm out in town picking up some groceries when I randomly run into my aunt in the store and completely disregarding our past conversations she decides to stop me for a friendly chat she says hey it's good to see you i say uh hi aunt entitled mother what's going on she says oh nothing just running some errands what are you doing i said pretty much the same she said good good hey it's so good i actually ran into you i've been meaning to get a hold of you i said oh yeah what for slightly expecting something stupid she says well your cousin actually showed me a picture you posted online and i wanted to ask you about it i said oh what picture not feeling good about this she opens her phone and scrolls through it and shows the one picture i took with lil tracy i said oh yeah that's uh that's lil tracy he's a rapper she says oh that's cool how'd you meet him i say well i've been making music videos for people and I've made connections with people who invited me to a party that he was at. She said, oh, so you got connections, showing a big grin on her face. Uh, yeah, sorta. Well, anyways, I have to go. She says, okay, well, you have a good day now, bye. After that conversation, I felt like that was one and done. Our last big argument, we really hadn't talked to each other at all, and because she was so nice to me, I felt I had this pit inside me, like something was about to happen. Well, sure enough, I was right, because later that night, I was on my couch watching TV when I received a call coming from my uncle's phone number. I said, hello. Aunt Entitled Mother said, hey. Oh, my freak. Hey, Aunt Entitled Mother, what's going on? She said, nothing much. I was wondering if I could talk to you about something. Me feeling my migraine forming. Yeah, Aunt Entitled Mother, what's up? She says, so, I wanted to let you know that it just so happens that your cousin is a huge Lil Tracy fan, absolutely loves his music. I say, yeah, that's cool. Please, for the love of God, hang up. She says, so, I was wondering if it was possible to ask Lil Tracy to come and visit your cousin, since the two of you are friends. I said, what? No, Aunt Entitled Mother, I'm not friends with Lil Tracy. I don't have that type of relationship or connection with this man at all. She says, what? No, yes, you do. You said you have connections. I said, yeah, but not like... Aunt Entitled Mother, that's way over the top to ask something like that. You cannot expect me to make that happen. Aunt Entitled Mother, slightly changing her tone to more irritable, she said, now listen, I think you're over-exaggerating. Just call him and ask if he can come over and visit. Me rubbing my face... I said, okay, Aunt Entitled Mother, I need to be as clear as possible. This man we're talking about is a huge rapper with millions upon millions of fans across the country. It's like asking Ellen to meet you, knowing she had a weird obsession with Ellen. Even if I wanted to, it would be impossible. She says, now listen, I'm not stupid. As she begins to say something completely stupid, I know that this man is not some huge celebrity. He's just one of your rapper friends that my son likes. And if you can make this happen, then you're going to crush his dreams. Me, overly annoyed with a long pause. Aunt Entitled Mother, just curious. Have you listened to any of his songs? She says, I don't listen to any of that rap music. I say, Aunt Entitled Mother, call me back after you listen to one of his songs. She says, I don't see what... Click. I hung up. 20 minutes go by. Phone rings. I say hello. Hello. She says, I really don't think you should be associating yourself with people like that. Click. Number blocked. Sorry, Uncle. Yeah, it wasn't long before my mother got a phone call from her. Long story short, my mom got the blunt end of my aunt suggesting I stop hanging out with rappers and that I'm wasting my life with this choice. My mom, of course, defended me like always. I don't think my cousin's allowed to listen to Lil' Tracy anymore, which is disappointing, but hey. It spares me the headache that my aunt gives me. Also, before you paint my cousin as the bad guy, just know that this is his mom we're talking about. He tries to have a good relationship with her, which is why he brought it up in a casual conversation that I was doing all this. It's just his mom going too far, and by far he does not approve of her actions. Little man is still chill in my book. I mean, this is unbelievably cringy for any scenario, whether it's rappers, whether it's somebody that is mildly famous or has been on TV a couple times. It's like, oh, you're friends with who and who? Could you bring them over and have a family visit? Is that ever not a cringy thing to ask somebody? This next story is, is it normal for your friend to get you a gift for Valentine's Day? Today my friend got me a bouquet of flowers for Valentine's Day and I was super happy. I once mentioned to her how sad it was that I was getting nothing for Valentine's Day and that I'd buy myself a bouquet to make up for it. She said she thought that was silly and she'll just get me flowers. I didn't actually expect her to get me anything, so when I got the flowers, I was really touched. However, when I came home, my mom went mental going on about how it's not normal to get your friend's gifts for Valentine's Day and she kept asking me if there was something going on between my friend and me. We are 100% platonic, and in fact, she has a boyfriend. Every time I explain how it's normal to get your friend's gifts, she just gets more mad. How do I fix this? It probably wouldn't fix this situation, but I feel like I would respond going 200 million percent sarcasm. Be like, oh yeah, we're already on our second pregnancy, we were planning on eloping soon. I mean, how do you get anything through to somebody that just does not want to believe you? Our next story is, father is in control of settlement. So about a half a year ago, I was involved in an accident, not my fault, and was pretty messed up. After the accident, my parents got with a personal injury attorney to get back what was lost, ending up with about $150,000 after the lawyer takes his cut. At the time of the accident, I was 18, was driving a car under my father's name, and he was paying for the insurance and pretty much everything I needed. He also bought me a truck since I had to get to work somehow after the accident and that cost him about 10000 Me and my father don't communicate much. Don't get me wrong, me and him have a very neutral relationship and me and him are both very grounded. He has some personality traits that don't help the situation at all though and because of that I've refrained from discussing the money that's inbound. But from some conversations we've had about it, he's taking most of it for himself. He's suggesting that I get a cut of $25,000. His reasoning for that is because he pays the bills around the house and I was driving his car and also that's a lot of money for a 19 year old. I do pay for my phone and the car insurance bill for the truck he bought me after the accident. I can understand his reasoning but it just seems like he's taking advantage. Right now we're just waiting for the check to clear. I've also heard very recently from my mother that he told the lawyer to make the check out in his name. It just seems like I have no say in this and that they expect me to just take whatever they want to hand to me. I haven't contacted the lawyers pretty much at all apart for some pre and post recovery pictures. I really don't want this to escalate since after all this is just money. I just feel like if I don't agree with his cut, he'll tell me to take a hike since I live under his roof and he provides a lot. He has a brother that he doesn't get along with and hasn't talked to for pretty much my whole life. And it stemmed from a situation that was very similar to the one i'm in right now i feel very conflicted and just want the best outcome i just feel cheated am i in the wrong here am i just being greedy i have no intentions of spending any of this money as i work a job and have a decent chunk of change in my account saved up mostly was going to store this money away for future use or investments i'm 19 have no idea what I want from life, been pretty darn depressed most of my years, and now I'm in this situation. My father got injured working about a year or two back and has been out of work since, so he's pretty low on liquid assets from my understanding, though he is invested, but I'm not informed at all of the size of that. So after going back and forth with myself for a while, I'm unsure what to do and decided to ask Reddit for help. Any help? Thank you. Money is a blessing and a curse, and your father's probably going to blow up at you for this, but you should 100% get that money for yourself. If this is stemming from your injuries, speak up to the lawyer. They will make sure you get that money, even if the father's paying for the lawyer. I would say once you get that money, whatever bills related to the car, the insurance, or the lawyer that the father has, you'll cover. Maybe you wanna even give him a little bit of it, but I would say save that money and use it for your future. Our next story is, my mom is demanding a gift for Valentine's Day. I have a complicated relationship with my mom, I don't like my mom. She said a lot of hurtful things to me ever since I was a child, until I'm now that in my mid-50s. She blamed me when my dad left us, she hates it when she's being corrected, and she paints a loving and caring family on social media, but we're not like that IRL. She always says I'm her pride and joy on social media, but she's never said any of those things to me in person. She often compares me to other people and has called me pretentious for being genuinely nice to other people. She calls me a witch in ways without actually using the word, and often makes me feel like I'm the worst person in the world. I guess what makes it complicated is that she's raised me and my sister on her own ever since I was 13 after my dad left. Even if I have my own stable job, she still treats us to lunch and dinner from time to time. We've never really been close though. She's never apologized after saying mean things and just pretends it never happened. She's always vocalized how she favored my sister over me in front of other people. She once told me to buy an authentic Louis Vuitton bag for her when I went on a holiday. I've never even bought one for myself. She demanded a cash gift last Christmas. I just let her have it to avoid being guilt-tripped. She's been demanding that I get her a gift for Valentine's Day, as well as for her birthday, actually. She even shows me pictures of gift ideas. The thing is, deep inside, I really don't want to get her any this year. I've been getting her gifts every year, but I guess after turning 25, I've gotten a clearer picture of how she's treated me, and I can't help but only feel resentment towards her. Should I just cave in? Am I just having a myopic point of view about this? I don't think OP is being myopic. It sucks to feel like you're letting them down or disappointing them in any way, but I think lowering their expectations is the only good way forward for OP. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.